Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Katie and Beth, PAs and doctors of medical science who are here to help you get accepted into PA school, get through PA school, and then have a thriving career as a PA. So if you are a pre-PA, a PA student, or a physician assistant, then you are in the right place. We are so happy you are here and so excited for your future. Before we get started, here's a few housekeeping items. First, we want to tell you about something we are doing that we know is going to be so incredibly valuable to you. We have an application to acceptance course that shows you exactly how to create your most competitive application, and it's a game changer for helping you get into PA school. But here's what we are doing. When you sign up for our application to acceptance course, we are going to go through every single piece with you every week. So not only do you get the course, but you get us every week to help you personally create your strongest CASPA application. We help you get your personal statement done and make sure it's epic, help create your strongest CASPA experience descriptions and everything in between so that you are ready to submit when CASPA opens and not just submit, but submit with confidence in your most competitive application so you can land interviews. Let's get you into PA school. Sign up in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. Today, we have a very special guest with us. Shelly Collins is on our podcast today, coming all the way from New Zealand. So please welcome her to our podcast today. And the first question we want to talk about, Shelly, is tell us all about yourself and about the PA profession in New Zealand. So uh, thank you for having me, first of all. Um, in New Zealand, we're kind of a small group, so we're super excited anytime anybody wants to talk to us about things. Uh, I've been a PA for 17 years now. Um, As you may be able to tell by the accent, I'm not a Kiwi. I grew up in the States. (laughs) And I um, graduated from PA school in Oklahoma, which is where I grew up. And then I practiced there until two years ago when my husband and I and our 12-year-old daughter moved to um, New Zealand to practice as a PA. The profession here is still in its infancy, can say for sure. I think we've got 17 total PAs in the country right now which is a huge increase from a year ago when we had like seven. So we're just like so pumped. <laughs> We've doubled our numbers in a year. But it's, it's very exciting being a PA somewhere where the career is brand new and you're just kind of on the forefront. You're just a pioneer going out there trying to teach the masses what a PA is and what we can do and, and trying to get it regulated. Yeah, so were you a PA in the United States for a few years, and then you just decided to have an adventure and move over to New Zealand, or what was the thought process for moving over there? Yeah, so I was a PA for 15 years in the States, and I worked in general practice and ENT and urgent care and different things. Um, but my husband and I, have, we kind of go through phases where we're like, let's move somewhere else and do something exciting. Okay, let's do it. And then when you get down to actually trying to plan that, you're like, oh, logistics are crazy. I don't know. Let's stay here in our nice, comfortable place where we are. So we finally just got to a point that we're like, let's, let's really do it. Let's get out of here and go and experience life in another country and see what it's like. So then came the task of finding a place we could move where I could actually work as a PA, which is not a lot of places. Our initial thought was, let's go to Canada, because we were living in Seattle, Washington at the time. We're like, oh, that'd be super easy. But I couldn't find a job in Canada. There aren't a lot of PA jobs open over there. So our main criteria were, the first one has to be somewhere where I can work as a PA. Uh, The second one, it'd be nice if they spoke English. At our age, it's going to be another language. Um, And we'd like to go somewhere that has like a very stable government system um, and, and seems to be a good place to live and work. And so New Zealand just fit the bill. I mean, 
you know, if you Google what's it like to live in New Zealand, it'll be in the top five of all the lists about, you know, healthy lifestyle and work-life balance and all of those good things. So I just started looking. I Googled um, PAs in New Zealand and I came across the, the Facebook page for PAs for NESPAS, um, New Zealand PA Society. <laughs> and uh, they had an opening. They, they were like posting jobs. And so I, I emailed them. We got in touch and few Zoom meetings later, and, and here we were. <laughs> wow, I love that, that you have such an adventurous spirit. You know, you're like, hey, we want to do something big. We want to have a change in our lives, but we still, you know, want to have a career. I absolutely love that. I think that's fantastic. So now that you've been there for a while, what is the difference working in New Zealand versus working in the United States as a PA? The actual patient care is about the same. Patients here are very similar to patients I had in the States, of course. Um, but the system is just vastly different. So first of all, they have universal health care, which means I've never even spoken to an insurance company, don't even know anything about them over here. Patients, when they come in and I see them and they need to be referred to a specialist, I just put the referral in and they take it from there. I don't have to say, does your insurance cover this? Does your, you know, what's your deductible? When can we get this done? It's just all taken care of. And it's also really nice because it is universal health care that I can get access to pretty much any patient lab work or anything, even if they lived in the far north and now they're down here in the south or somewhere, I can still get a hold of their records easily. I just get on the computer because we're all connected and, and it's great. And one thing I, now one downside of universal healthcare is that there's a wait list, of course. And so you, you can see a specialist, but they're going to triage you and it may be four or six months before you get in to see them. But patients here are used to that because that's what they've grown up with. And so when, when I say, they said it'll be four months, the patient goes, oh, okay, well, that's not too bad. I'm like, awesome. Okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but the actual day-to-day -day work as a PA, because we're not regulated yet, so um, I don't have a New Zealand medical license over here. I'm just kind of working under my supervising doc. It's very much like being a student on rotations again. In that, I have to put everything under my doctor's name. If there's a particular form that needs a doctor's signature, then I have to find my doctor and they have, or a doctor and they have to sign it. So that's the downside. I can't order anything on my own. The upside is the docs over here are just so great. I mean, first of all, they're super laid back. Everything you've heard about Kiwis being laid back is 100% true. They are just like cool and groovy all the time, whatever you want to do. And they're so excited about the PA profession because there's a huge, huge problem with patient accessibility or like doctor accessibility. They're running out of GPs, just like in the States, there aren't enough to go around. And so when a PA comes in and they see what we can do, that we can actually see patients every day and, you know, basically function as um, a part of them, they're just super excited. And, and my doctor, once he kind of got used to, he saw what I could do and you know, saw how my patient care, he was like, you bet, you sign the things, you uh, put in the prescriptions, whatever you need. If you have a question, let me know. Otherwise, go do your thing. It's, so it's, it's frustrating that way. We don't have the autonomy we do in the States, but it's a great work balance. So I know you've mentioned that you worked in a couple of specialties while you're working in the States. Where do you yeah. work in New Zealand and can PAs work in different specialties over there? Uh, so we can't do specialties yet. Where the profession is in New Zealand right now is we, first of all, had to put in an application to be recognized as a health profession because it didn't exist yet, still technically doesn't exist. So we put our application in 2017 with the Ministry of Health, and it's been slowly going through the process since then. 
we're at the point now where the Ministry of Health has recognized we are a profession that provides medical care <laughs> and that we should be regulated because we could cause harm possibly <laughs> and we're doing medical care. So we're at the point now where we're trying to find someone who will agree to be our regulatory body, kind of like um, a, a medical council or something that, that would agree to license us and take care of our CME and all of that. So right now we're basically, we have this kind of tentative agreement with the Ministry of Health that we can come over here and we can work under a supervising doctor. We have to maintain our certification from the state. So we have to keep our NCCPA up, of course, certification. And then we can't put anything under our own names. We have to have a doctor who takes care of that. So that's kind of where the, where the profession is. It's taken so long. The initial pilot programs to see if PAs would even fit were in uh, 2010 and through 2013. Um, and it's it took them from 2013 to 2017 to go, okay, you're probably a profession you should put in your application. <laughs> so we got that going. Um, so that's kind of where we are. It's a little bit... It's two things. It's a little bit scary because I technically don't have a medical license, right? I, I mean, I have my NCCPA and I'm working in my supervising doc, but it's really scary. I'm like, I don't want to be the PA who screws up and then messes up the whole profession for New Zealand from then on out. So that's really scary. But that's also kind of freeing as well. You're just like, yeah, I'm just over here doing the thing, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but, no. But we're only allowed to work in, so that didn't even answer your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're only allowed to work in um, um, general practice, urgent care, and emergency medicine right now. That's kind of our agreement with, because those were the PAs who worked, uh, those were the positions the PAs worked in in the pilot program. And so that's why we're kind of just sticking to those specialties right now until we get regulated. Once we get regulated, we anticipate it will be just like the states. You can work in wherever you want to, just urgent care GP and <laughs> Yeah, that's super interesting. I love the fact that, you know, you said like, hey, it's we're with this new profession, but you know, you're one of the ones who are breaking grounds and who's gonna change it. And so hopefully in twenty years, you know, when the PA profession is even more established there, you know, we need groundbreakers like you who are willing to, you know, take a chance and right. go over there and, and kind of advocate for the profession because with only seventeen PAs in the country, uh, it's hard to make yourself and your voice heard, I would imagine. It is. It is. It helps that it's a small country, so everybody seems to know everybody else. So that kind of helps. But yeah, I I don't know that I've met anyone other than some Americans who were over here doing locums work who actually knew what a PA was. Like when I meet a new patient, I'll go, yeah, I'm, I'm a PA, a physician. We call it associate over here, physician associate. And they'll go, what's that? And they do have nurse practitioners and they're pretty well known. So I can say we're very much like a nurse practitioner. And they go, oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. So if there's only 17 PAs in New Zealand, are there any PA schools or what's the status of PA education in New Zealand? Yeah, so we don't have a PA school yet. We have talked to, so all the PAs who are over here now have to have been foreign trained and foreign educated. And the, what we've agreed to with Ministry of Health is that um, in order to come over, you have to have graduated from an accredited university you have to have a national certification and you have to have at least three years experience in whatever you're going to go into. So that narrows it down. Only um, US PAs and Canadian PAs fit all those boxes, tick all those boxes. The UK PAs will very soon because they're almost registered. Their registration is going through and as soon as they get that, it's on. They're going to be <laughs> over as well. Um, but we don't have a PA school yet. We have been in talks with a medical school at Otago University, which is Dunedin, the far south island. And they have indicated, they have a medical school and they have indicated they 
are on board, super excited about starting a PA school. As soon as we get the regulation approved, we're going to get that started and actually educate Kiwis to become Kiwi PAs. Wow, that's really exciting. Uh, it's starting to happen. So hopefully you guys will get that through. I imagine that COVID and all that really kind of pushed these type of things back. Yeah, absolutely. It's been such a pain and it slowed everything down because we're on the front lines working every day and our supervising doctor going, when are you guys going to get regulated? I can't wait. It's going to be so great. And we have clinics all over the country saying, we want a PA the instant you are regulated. We'll take 15 of them. You know, they will, it's going to be great. It's just going to explode when that happens. And so we're super oh, chomping at the bit. Please get this done. And I have to try to remind myself that well, this is going to take time. It's a brand new profession. They don't know what it is. They're going to trust lives in our hands. And so it's going to take a little while. We just have to be patient. <laughs> well, that's really exciting, though. I think you're right. It sounds like it's on poised on the, the prefaces and about, about ready to expand, which is super exciting. So what if any American PAs over here getting out of PA school thinking about, wow, that sounds like an amazing adventure. I'd love to come to New Zealand. What are some tips you can give them to try and make the transition a little bit easier to work overseas? So I would tell them, first of all, if they specifically want to work in New Zealand, I would recommend that they um, go into a primary care or urgent care kind of situation uh, that will help them find a job easier. Those are going to be the majority of jobs when we first get regulated. They will need to get at least three years experience before they come over. But other than that, I would encourage them to maybe try to work in a rural clinic where they have to really be creative to come up with resources for their patients because that will be some of the the majority of the jobs when they get over here kind of in rural clinics out in the middle of nowhere so um, you have to have lots of experience doing lots of different things and um, that will help them quite a bit there are like some logistic things i would tell them ahead of time you will take a pay cut when you come to new zealand Uh, pas are not paid nearly as much here as they are over there once we get regulated that will change a little bit but For example, most PAs over here make about $55 an hour uh, right now, New Zealand dollars, which is even less. (laughs) So even though we might be making like 100,000 New Zealand dollars, that's about the equivalent of 60,000 US dollars. So it's going to be a bit of a pay cut. That being said, I would encourage any PA thinking of coming over to get rid of as much debt as you possibly can. Like if I hadn't had my student loans paid off, I don't think we would have been able to afford to move over here. It would be way too hard to try and pay off American debt with New Zealand dollars (laughs) and then also pay to live here. (laughs) So that's one thing to think about ahead of time uh, as you're getting out. Kind of make sure you pack up and move over. Then what about the actual, like, finding a job? As you said, you went through some Zoom meetings. Did you just go on the New Zealand PA Society and just look for jobs and just, like, cold call? Or how did that work? So I was lucky. So there was a, a PA already working in a small clinic in the far north, and she's the one I Zoomed with. Like her clinic wanted a second PA, and so they, she was helping to, to recruit a PA, and that's how I got over here through that. There's, we only have one uh, PA recruiting company in New Zealand. It's called um, uh, GP Business Solutions, and I'll put that link at the bottom so that, so that people can click on it if they want to. And it's, run, it's founded by, co-founded by one of the PAs who was in the original pilot program in 2010 who was over here. She's still over here. She married a Kiwi, Aww. and uh, she's still working. And so she, went, she combined with her doc, and they have created this recruitment business and that's how we're getting the majority of our PAs right now we we will usually post jobs on the Facebook page as well as our actual website 
so any jobs we know that are open, but um, going through that recruiting company would probably be easiest to do. And cold calling could work. That's how she got her initial job, the PA who was here before, the initial PA. She just called her own clinics and said, hey, can I come work for you? Um, that you can do that for sure. It's a little bit difficult because half the clinics don't know what a PA is, and they're like, oh, "What are you talking about?" And um, but probably the best way is go through the recruiter right now. Sure. Yeah, that's really interesting that she just cold called people. Was like, "Hey, I want to come to New Zealand." Yeah. So that's fantastic. Right. I absolutely love that spirit. <laughs> um, okay, so on the non-professional side, what is living in New Zealand like as an American? What are some things that you guys are able to do over there, some adventures that you've had? So New Zealand is awesome. It's everything they say it is. It is as far as it's just gorgeous. Everything's gorgeous. You just, I'm no, no matter where you are in the country, you're like 30 minutes from an amazing beach. You could go to and hang out. Uh, everywhere is a walk. Everything is a walk, you know, like it's almost like getting from the parking lot to the mall is like a, a trail walk because it's so gorgeous. You're just like walking through the bush. It's beautiful. Everybody's so laid back. They really are very friendly as a, as a whole. Of course, there's going to be, you know, the random person who's not terribly friendly, but the Kiwis are just super laid back and they're so nice and they're just, they're great. The work-life balance is amazing when they talk about that. What that means is you get a million federal holidays. Like the beginning of this month, we celebrated the Queen's birthday. And so we were off on Monday, this June the 6th. And they have a gazillion holidays. Everybody's off. Like literally all the shops are closed. So everybody's off having fun with their family. You get all kinds of holiday vacation leave. Everyone expects you to go on vacation. Uh, like my supervising doc, he was asking me how vacation worked in America. And I said, well, usually you get, you know, two weeks vacation in most jobs when you start out. And he just went, oh, I would die if I didn't get more <laughs> vacation than that. He probably would. <laughs> and when I first started, they were like, we don't, re- you can work as much as you want, but we don't recommend anybody work more than four days a week. It just seems like too much to work more than four days a week. <laughs> like, all right, I can do that. Um, so it's really great. Everybody's super laid back and super friendly. And of course, it's everything's just gorgeous. Everywhere you go is so pretty. They are incredibly outdoorsy people. And very, um, they love to exercise and work out and hike and bike and, and do all those wonderful things. Probably the biggest adventure we've been on, we went to, probably the beaches we've been to. There's one called Piha Beach, which is the beach where they filmed the movie The Piano. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge, like, surfing beach and just waves, huge waves coming in. And uh, so we tackled that. And uh, I... I almost died, not really, but I felt like I was. Like the, the waves were huge and coming in, and I was very, you know, tentatively just walking into the surf. I got up to about uh, waist height, and this huge wave came in and just like flipped me over, knocked oh, me no. on my butt. Uh, I just like tentatively walked back out to the beach. I had not for me today. Oh, man. That sounds like but amazing. It, it sounds like you have amazing, you know, work-life balance. Sound like you have a good um, relationship with your, you know, supervising position. And yes. um, I think it's exciting to be part of, you know, kind of the ground, laying the groundwork for PAs for the future. So uh, we've talked a little bit about the PA situation in New Zealand and where where it's been. So what do you think about the future of PAs in New Zealand? Where do you think that that's going to go? How long do you think it's going to take? I know you're waiting, uh, you said you're waiting for it to be actually recognized. And then once that happens, I guess you said you kind of uh, expect an explosion of PAs from other countries, I assume. Yes, absolutely. Once, once we can get regulated and we have a regulatory body, then it will, 
it'll be turned over to them and it'll be just like i imagine doctors who want to come over here and work they'll just wherever you want to you just apply to come in and work i do expect it to just explode because i think the statistic is something like 60 percent of the gps in new zealand right now plan on retiring in the next 10 years and they don't have enough gps coming up to replace them they have a really small pool actual kiwi docs there just aren't very many of them they they only have two medical schools and they don't accept very many students at a time and so they're just not putting out enough docs and a lot of docs just like in the u.s are going into um, specialties instead of going into gp you know because it's more flash (laughs) exciting and so there's there's a huge need for some medical professional to come in and fill that gap and I think PAs are going to be perfect for it. I, there's already a lot of excitement. Just in the two and a half years I've been here, I can't believe how much it has grown. I mean, like I said, we've doubled our numbers just in the past year, which is crazy. And I'm starting to talk to more and more docs who are like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, that's, that's great. They've heard of it at least, or they kind of know it's coming. So I, I think it's just going to be phenomenal. Now, the majority of positions, open positions are probably going to be in general practice, urgent care, emergency medicine. So if you have a love for that, that's kind of, uh, that's going to be a huge uh, key in the future. But I expect us to have probably by the end of this year, I expect us to probably have at least 25, maybe 30 PAs. I don't know, that might be pushing it, but we're getting clinics every day who want, who want PAs and need them. New Zealand is used to having lots of locums docs come over. So there's this huge locums business in New Zealand where docs from all over the world Hmm. will come over, agree to to stay however many months, six months, two years. They can decide how long they want to be. And they just come over and stay that long and work for two years and then they go back home. So Kiwis are very used to foreigners coming over and being their medical providers. And I think if we can get PAs over here, that's going to be fantastic. I think there'll be two venues. They'll be kind of like the locums PA position where you can come over and stay a couple of years and go home but we're hoping it'll be a lot more PAs who want to come and live here because it's a it's really a great place to work yeah that's super exciting when we're talking about work do you have to worry about like malpractice or anything like that is that a thing over in New Zealand or how does that work so there is technically malpractice insurance and there is a company here who does who has agreed to cover us so we do technically have our own malpractice insurance the docs have their own malpractice but liability is not as high over here like most docs will say well you can't get sued over here anyway most kiwi kiwi docs have the mentality that you don't get sued over here because it's universal health care and if something happens to a patient like they call it a medical misadventure so if you have a medical misadventure and you get harmed by something a medical provider did to you they have a safety net it's called acc accident coverage and so the government will cover you for anything that happened to you caused by a medical practitioner and so there is a medical malpractice but it's not that big a worry that was my worry when I came over too. I was like, oh, my poor supervising doc, I'm putting all this stuff under his name. And what if I do something wrong? I bet he worries every day. And he told me, no, I don't worry for a second. You, nobody gets sued here. Don't worry. About it. it's, not a, it's not a big deal. But if you have questions, come and talk to me for sure. And I was like, yeah, I will. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. If they cover medical bills anyways, there's no need to sue right. because your medical bills even if it's from a misadventure, yeah. are right. still covered. So that does make sense. Because um, I've always wondered, because I know, you know, some countries, obviously, there is no map practice, you can't sue them. So that's really, really interesting. Um, well, thank you so much for the glimpse into New Zealand. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so happy to connect with you and share our passion of the PA profession. 
Don't forget to go to the show notes and join our super fun Pacers membership so you can start making your CASPA application more competitive today with virtual shadowing hours, coaching sessions with us, and so much more. Also in the show notes, we have a free download, an Excel PA school record keeper that mimics CASPA format, meaning you keep all of your shadowing hours, patient care experiences, volunteer information, awards you have received, leadership roles, and the loads of other information you need to apply to PA school in one place. So you can copy paste into CASPA when you go to apply. Get it in the show notes. Have a great day and we will see you at the next episode. Keep up the awesome work.